Hi, I am Eli Aringay from On Faith and Fatherhood and welcome to my podcast. Through this podcast, I will be sharing my insights on parenting, homeschooling, family, and faith. It is my belief that family is God's instrument to carry on His commands and decrees from one generation to the next. And as parents, it is our duty to raise obedient and God-fearing children. Several months ago, I started teaching my kids how to play chess. Though I'm not really that good at playing it, I just uh, taught them the basics like the chess pieces, how to move those pieces, and of course, the main objective that a player must accomplish in order to win the game. And uh, for those of you who are familiar with a chess game, you would know that there are basically two sides, the white and the black pieces. And uh, of course, there is a checkerboard, um, the, the, the one where you put the pieces, pieces on. Uh, a checkerboard uh, shows a regular pattern of squares in alternating colors, mainly black and white. Now, for, for some of the pieces in a chess game, it is important for a player to be aware of either the white squares or the black squares. For example, if you're moving a bishop, uh, one of the chess pieces, within the board, one a, a bishop that starts in a white-black or square can only move within a pattern of white squares. Same as one that starts in a black square, it can only move within a pattern of black squares. Uh, I feel like I am <laughs> terrible at explaining this, but I know that you are you who are familiar with the game can can get what I mean. And of course, the importance of identifying the difference between black and white is uh, really uh, well, well. As I've said, it's important. Um, it's important to know the difference between two opposites, the black and the white. And uh, I'm reminded how this same principle is so much true in our lives knowing the difference between opposites such as uh, good and bad. And if you are a parent, in all likelihood, you will have that many conversations with your child, um, basically giving them a list between uh, what is good and uh, what is bad. I would tell my kids, for example, it is good to help their brother fix their toys while it is bad to destroy them. <laughs> it is good to play with each other, but bad to hurt each other. Although we only have two main rules at home, which is, I, I think I've mentioned this in uh, several podcasts ago, several episodes ago, uh, the two main rules at home are respect and obey. But breaking them down in specific instructions will eventually lead us to draw the line between what is good and what is bad. We can only just wish uh, that in life, drawing the distinction between opposites can be so glaring, so obvious that we can immediately identify the course to take and the decisions we have to make. For example, murder is bad. We know that. That is uh, pretty obvious. <laughs> While on one hand, giving donations to typhoon victims is good. That is also pretty obvious. However, there are times that drawing the distinction between two opposites, between what is good from what is bad, may not be easy. 
the difference may not be obvious. And here, you have to practically be conscious of how to discern, how to be wise. And I believe that as parents, we have to teach our children to learn how to be discerning. Um, I believe that with, with all of my heart that raising our children to be discerning, to be good at discerning things is important. It's basically teaching them to be wise. Now, why is that? You see, the ways of the world, whether we like it or not, are moving towards a direction wherein the line between two opposites is becoming obscure. What, what used to be bad, quote-unquote bad, is no longer treated as such just because of the culture. Uh, the society has gained acceptance of it. Sex outside marriages used to be a taboo, but since many are doing it already right now, it becomes normal. You may think, you, you know, this may be old-fashioned or I'm being just too conservative or whatever, but I'm thinking if this is how things are heading, then it's not impossible that a time would come wherein using drugs, the harmful substance, okay, can become normal just because doing it gains acceptance already. Many, many are already doing it. I'm, I'm scared that my, that our children might grow up in that kind of world, in that kind of environment. Well, that is still in the future, but how about now? Is there any necessity for discernment? To that, I say yes. Seemingly innocent situations, innocent company of people, Innocent ideas, innocent possessions on an issue can eventually end up in tragedy, uh, end up in disaster. Uh, I think I've mentioned that uh, that uh, by God's grace, um, my wife and I are trying to do a parenting style that is basically based on what the Word of God says. I'm all for biblical parenting, um, intentional parenting, and by that, uh, it means that our standard for raising our children and teaching them about life is the Bible. Without a standard, our, our kids may easily be swayed to danger. Uh, they will be susceptible to accepting as truth something which is false in the first place. A standard gives our children a reliable and steady go-to when they are confused, when they are in doubt. A standard gives or helps our children to become predictable in their decisions. And uh, on Faith and Fatherhood, my, my podcast believes that the standard should be the Word of God. A verse that comes to mind is in 2 Corinthians, um, wherein the Apostle Paul says that, um, and I quote, No wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light, end quote. You see, contrary to popular depictions wherein Satan or the devil appears to be this bearded, scary creature with horns and a black overall suit, a red cape, <laughs> red pointed tail with a big fork in his hands, uh, which portrayal, by the way, started in the Middle Ages as a way to mock him. The Bible tells us that he is an angel of light. On the opposite, on the contrary, the Bible tells us that Satan, the devil, is an angel of light. This description means that he appears good. 
his ways are subtle. No wonder he can easily deceive. He is beguiling, good on the outside so that we can be deceived only to end up suffering and miserable. Isn't that how the world is at the moment? You see, there are a lot of good-looking pleasures right before our eyes. Danger cannot easily be identified from afar. And so if our kids grow up grew up with or if our kids grow up without a standard, rest assured they won't be discerning. Scary as it may sound, deception is basically everywhere. And even in the practice of our faith, we can be deceived by our beliefs. To know to know our faith is important. That is only one side of the coin. But to be discerning, to know the faith that is grounded on truth as opposed to those that are grounded on falsity is the other side of the coin. The, the true test of whether our kids really learn the values and beliefs that we imparted to them is in their ability to discern when they grow up. Discernment is their practical application of what we taught them of or what we are teaching them. And I hope that as parents, uh, we will be able to teach our children to discern what is good from what is bad and do it to uh, make it appear as glaring as the difference between black and white on a checkerboard. It is my prayer that as parents will be cautious on this matter. Find ways to teach our children how to be discerning. And I think it starts with teaching them about a standard. And as I was as as I am suggesting, our standard for parenting should be what the word of God says. That would be all for this episode. Till next time.